Pittsburgh Steeler fans, and it's time once again for that show that we call Bad Language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis from the Fans First Sports Network and Steel Curtain Network. If you haven't had a chance to check us out, well, we're going on our year anniversary. We are really excited for that. Still a grassroots movement, and it's something that we're especially proud of. And if you're a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, we have all of your content here. I hope you had a chance to check out Jeff Hartman in another episode of Let's Ride, but we also had a great episode of the Steeler Q&A last night, the week that was with D Love Sports. And also we had some great shows over the weekend as well. The Homies, State of the Steelers. Also, if you go back to Friday, another episode of Let's Ride. You know, so much stuff and so much coming up this week. As the Pittsburgh Steelers are searching for a new offensive coordinator, they are looking for a new offensive identity. There might be some old people coming back into the fray in other positions. They are going to be looking at free agents. So there is so much going on. And of course, the Steelers were not in the AFC championship game yesterday. But I got to tell you, feels like a win to me. And we are going to talk about that. But before I say that, I want to say one more thing about the Fans First Sports Network. If you're a fan of another team, check it out. If you're a fan of the teams in the Super Bowl, Fans First Sports Network has the gold standard, which is our 49ers coverage. And it is absolutely fantastic. And we have Chief Studios, which is another really good affiliate that covers the Kansas City Chiefs as we look at everything going on. But if you like baseball, got it. Basketball, it's there. What if you're a fan of soccer? Yep. WWE, yes. NHL, yeah. Pennsburg and, excuse me, the uh, artist formerly known as that. But we also have the uh, Penguins Skating Network. Also so much more. So it's all there. Uh, we're branching out into other great things too. You're hearing some golf shows. You are going to hear some lifestyle type shows. Um, so much more. I'm really excited for it. So make sure you check us all out. But let's get back to what I call something very important. It's rooting. Rooting when your team is not in the playoffs anymore or doesn't make it whatsoever. Now, America's team was, once again, a team with a D in its name, the city it represents. But it wasn't Dallas. America's team was the Detroit Lions until yesterday, now that they are eliminated. And it's a shame that they were eliminated in the fashion that they were, being up 28, excuse me, 24 to 7 with that huge lead, they got a little cocky, which is not a terrible thing, but they did stay true to themselves, but they probably could have played some smarter football. And then the 49ers snuck in there. Now, people were rooting for the Detroit Lions because they're a great story. They like the Dan Campbell angle i love it i like everything about the detroit lions i'm bummed i wanted to see two more weeks of them now 
a lot of people are rooting against the San Francisco 49ers that are Steelers fans for a lot of reasons. And the main reason is that they have an opportunity to win their sixth Super Bowl title that would tie the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, that does not matter whatsoever to me. New England Patriots have already tied it. But I still go back 10 years when you had the Ravens and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. And a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans were rooting for the Ravens. One, well, they're an AFC team. Oh, they're an AFC North team. Oh, you know, I don't want the 49ers to tie the Steelers at six. And people were still talking about that this week when it looked like the Ravens were a lock to go to the Super Bowl. And I'm still a little surprised, but I have some thoughts on that too. But everybody's a grown fan out there. And don't, I always say, don't let anybody tell you how to cheer and how to feel what you feel. But for me, if the 49ers get six, it's on the Steelers to go get seven. And that's a good challenge. You know, let them get six, Steelers go get seven. Plain and simple. And that's always the goal. Let us worry about that number. I know that 10 years ago when the Ravens won the Super Bowl and won the AFC Championship game, I, who watch so many hours of football, refused to watch that celebration. And I've never seen clips of them celebrating. Cannot stomach it. It's something I can't do. And I live in Maryland. And the thing about living in Maryland is that Baltimore is a fair weather city when it comes to fandom. Now, not that way with the Orioles. They're never going to, they're like Pittsburgh fans that follow the Pirates. They're always going to be a fan there. But with the Ravens, it's not 365. It's not 24 hours. It's not seven days a week. It's not 10 out of a decade. It's definitely what have you done for me lately? It's not as diehard yet. I think they were like that with the Colts. But it's just not diehard. It's, this is a different era of fandom. And it's definitely bandwagon Baltimore. Now, there's a lot that aren't going to go away. There's a lot of very true fans there. But Baltimore hates Pittsburgh. More than Pittsburgh hates Baltimore. Steeler fans, if you hate the Ravens and loathe them like I do, you don't hate them as much as they hate us. Because it's kind of a jealousy thing. So to watch them go ahead and lose yesterday was very triumphant. The Pittsburgh Steelers have a very good handle on Lamar Jackson. And the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm not surprised if they didn't look at some Pittsburgh film. Because Pittsburgh knows how to play Lamar Jackson. And the proof is in the pudding. Is it pudding or pudding? I don't know. Are there teas or there D's? I don't know. I think it's pudding. And I like chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding is great. Tapioca, eh. So I'm bringing this all up for a reason. 
The enemy of my enemy is my friend. You've heard it being said. A lot of people don't like the Kansas City Chiefs right now. They don't. A lot of them are like, I want the Chiefs to lose because of Taylor Swift. That's your prerogative. If Taylor Swift is the worst problem that we have in America, that would be the greatest thing whatsoever. It would be the greatest country on earth again. I still think it's the greatest country on earth. But if that was our biggest problem, we have no problems. Taylor Swift's an entertainer. But why do they have to show her so much? That's what the networks do. They they show it. You know, they're, they're always going to do that. They're always going to show fans. In the stands. But that's a high-profile thing. I like the Taylor Swift thing because I have a 14-year-old daughter and she's more interested in football now because of Taylor Swift. I was hoping the Steelers would would uh, play the Chiefs in the playoffs. For that reason, more reasons than that. I, I'm a guy that I root against Mahomes and Kelsey all the time. Then I found myself having to root for them. And that's a hard thing to do sometimes. You know, it's like, ah, uh, got to root for these guys. And it's not for anything. It's not, you know, we see them all the time in commercials. And I guess that starts to turn us off a little bit. But when I was watching that game yesterday, I was thinking, man, this is greatness. Kind of the way I was when I watched Tom Brady towards the end of his career, I'm like, finds a way to get it done. He's not even the same Tom Brady. If you want to look at one of the best performances of the career of Patrick Mahomes, I would probably say it was this year. Are the stats as good? No. Is he going to win the MVP? Absolutely not. Lamar Jackson is going to win that MVP. But Patrick Mahomes does not have the supporting cast. If Kelsey's gone, he uh, he doesn't have anybody to go to. But he still found ways to win when Kelsey was hurt. But they were magic yesterday. And the Chiefs defense stepped up too. Skip Bayless, who a lot of people hate. And I'm not a fan either. But he tweeted out, the Ravens are an undisciplined mess. And that has always been my assertion of the Ravens under John Harbaugh. They are a dirty team. They're an undisciplined team. And it's one of those things where you just can't deny it. Even having Justin Tucker down there in pregame warmups trying to disrupt Mahomes on their end of the practice field. But bad, Travis Kelsey threw his helmet. Yeah, he tossed it out of the way. It wasn't egregious. It's like tossed it out of the way. It was in their way. But I'm sure a message, and yeah, he did it on purpose. It was, it was definite. It was a response. I mean, I don't think two rights make a, two wrongs make a right here. But I'm just saying. Baltimore is that team. 
and lack of discipline gets you in the end. May have gotten the Detroit Lions too. A different kind of discipline. I think the discipline is learning from being in that spotlight and being there and knowing when to harness some of the great things that you do, but harness them in situations where they know you're going to do it and they have a plan to stop it. Taking a three would have been so much better in a situation than going on on fourth down, which could have extended your lead. Three more points that I think that would have done so much to that team. There's so many things. But yeah, that's why the enemy of my enemy is my friend. There are times as a Steeler fan and people yell at me when I do the rooting guide. And I say, you have to root for the Baltimore Ravens this week over the Cleveland Browns. And they're like, screw you, bad. I'm never doing that. I'll go over my dead body. But if you have to do it for the Steelers to make the playoffs... You've got to do it for seeding, for whatever. Football is a funny sport that way. Week to week, you've got to root for different teams. You're going to have to root for Cincinnati one week because that week they're your friend because they're the enemy of your enemy. Same with Cleveland, same with Pittsburgh, same with New England. And I said Pittsburgh in there and that wasn't an error. You're going to have to root for Pittsburgh if you're somebody else and it feels dirty. That's why rooting for Baltimore, rooting for Cincy, rooting for Cleveland, rooting for New England in different situations. It's hard to do, but it's necessary. That's why the enemy of my enemy is always my friend. Another thing to look at here is you're looking at Baltimore and going forward. What does this do to this team? You had two young players make egregious errors yesterday. Zay Flowers, that error was huge with that team. Isaiah Likely's error as well, signaling signaling that he was open when he absolutely was not, helped force that throw. Zay Flowers, the fumble in the end zone. Anyone can fumble. We're, we're going to see Steelers fumble in that situation too. I mean, don't get me wrong. But you can actually call that undisciplined play. The Ravens under John Harbaugh are going to win a lot of regular season games. In the postseason, they're going to have those failures. For my friends that are Baltimore Ravens fans, I actually feel bad. Because I've been there where the Steelers were the favorites, were the number one seed, should have won. And lost in that championship game. I've 
been in the stands three times and watched them lose that championship game. And it's really hard. And I know they're taking it with stride right now, my friends that have purple in their blood. But yeah, that, that's a, that's the tough part of fandom because in their mind, they were, they were ready to go to Vegas. I kind of thought it was happened, happening too. I know for a fact my son, who does not like Taylor Swift, just to annoy his sister, was definitely rooting for the Chiefs yesterday. Not rooting for him in the Super Bowl. But he embraced the enemy of my enemy as my friend thing. And we bonded over it. And he's paying attention to more football more and more each week. So yeah, I'm I'm loving that kind of stuff. I I loved the first party yesterday. I didn't care either way at the end of the the day. I was disappointed that Detroit lost, but that that disappointment went away in a hurry. Who am I rooting for in the Super Bowl? I don't even know yet. I'm rooting for a great game. That's it. I'm going to root for players like Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to root for players like Brandon Ayuk. I'm also going to root for, believe it or not, players like Travis Kelsey and Jar Sneed. And we found out recently that Sneed could be a target of the Steelers in the offseason. How awesome would that be? So root for a great game. Have fun with it and and it will be fun back to you. When the Steelers aren't in it, look for little victories. Look for things that are going to make you happy. The Steelers are working on a transition to get back in there. This is going to be, from what my sources say, a very, I don't want to say prolific, but a very highly spirited and a non-typical or atypical free agency period. But bad, what money? Eh, don't worry about that. You know me, I ad nauseum, couch cushions, Omar Khan, no problem. The draft is going to be fun too. The mock drafts, drafts that I'm looking at, there's Omarius Mims from Georgia, the offensive tackle. There's a, a few corners that can be there. Cooper Dijon already looks good in black and gold. There's other guys, Kool-Aid McKinstry. There's also that center that they're looking at also. They're looking at centers. This is going to be fun. People are all up in arms in Pittsburgh as fans over the offensive coordinator search. Oh, they lost out on Zach Robinson. They didn't lose. There's a lot of teams looking for offensive coordinators right now. And there's going to be more when the rest of the head coaches fill out. You, you're going to have to wait, possibly, 
if the Steelers really like a Brian Greasy or a Clint Kubiak, got to wait until after the Super Bowl. People were sweating over Arthur Smith. Why? It might fit what the Steelers are doing. People want Byron Leftwich. That talk is cold, but because they're familiar with him. But he hasn't worked since last season. There's so many things to look at here. There's so many things to root for here. There's guys on the list. It does not hurt the Pittsburgh Steelers to interview a lot of people to get their right guy. When Mike Tomlin was hired, they already had, I've talked to relatives of Russ Grimm. He was told it's going to happen. You're the next head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then they went back on it and they had to go back on it because they were so impressed with Mike Tomlin. And spare me. Well, they had to do it because of the Rooney role. It was named after him. No, they didn't have to. They had to interview. And they interviewed other people in that process too. To satisfy that role. But they were impressed with it. That interview. And they moved in a different direction because of it. And now you have a top 15 all-time winning coach. And as soon as the season starts, he's going to move up to number 13 or number 12. He can't get into the top 10. That's Mike Tomlin this year but he could next year. He's about 30 away from challenging Chuck Knoll for the all-time record. But bad, it's more mediocrity. They're building this team and the offensive coordinator search is going to be paramount in it. And the enemy of my enemy still works in the draft. Now, nobody's going to call the New York Jets the Steelers' enemy. But on draft day, they were. They were probably going to pick up Broderick Jones. They say no now because it's after the fact. You can say no. You could, you could make that fallacy. But Bill J- Belichick... He dialed up an enemy in the Pittsburgh Steelers and said, hey, let's do this. And he admits he was, I mean, he wanted his guy. He knew he could get his guy. But he also knew he could screw the Jets and not have to deal with Broderick Jones for the next 10 years, even though he's no longer there. We can't foresee the whole future. But he got it done. Free agency, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, too. 
in coaching searches, enemy of my enemy is my friend. How, how do you say that? Well, if you have somebody that you are foes with, but take from the Baltimore Ravens, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, in some way, or anywhere else that helps, definitely does. So always the enemy of your enemy will be your black and gold friend and all the way around. This is going to be so fun. Stay tuned to Still Curtain Network for all of this stuff. But before we say anything else, make sure you catch Still Curtain Network for all your Steeler needs. And my name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been Bad Language. And as always, I ain't apologizing for nothing.